Welcome back to the Right Angle. Mo and G-Man are ready to go. We sort of teased uh, a part two to G-Man's police ride-along. And G-Man, I understand you have an update. I do. I talked to the officer that I did the ride-along with, and he didn't feel comfortable so-called exposing the department through him. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, he said he would rather that I didn't say anything about it. And basically him saying that and what he said to me will tell everybody out there that it's pretty messed up to the point where when they don't feel comfortable talking about things that they do, they feel threatened by talking about it. So it's kind of kind of sad understandable but sad i was i was just thinking how many years ago do you think we would have to go back where he would feel comfortable you know i asked him that question oh. and he said he said that um it was the chief of police just before him oops or her uh-huh yeah <laughs> that that you could approach and talk about things and hash things out with them and things like that so this so you're tricky. I know no. you're a good interviewer. <laughs> you're trying to get me to, no. to talk about this other guy, but but I can't. The guy the guy is basically unapproachable yeah. on his ideas. Right. Wow. Very very cool and smooth with other people. Smooth talker. Yeah. But there you go. That's that's huh. all I can give without them not finding my body in another. Yeah. Because well, I said too you, much. What do you think just in general about people speaking out, whether it's, I mean, not on the police force or at a school or at a place of business or at, I mean, anywhere you work, how long do you think it's been that there was just sort of a time when you could talk about that stuff and now you just either A, feel uncomfortable or B, just literally feel like you'll be reprimanded or fired or shunned or blacklisted or canceled? Six years ago. When Trump became president. Isn't that crazy how many things we could tie back to that? Yes, exactly. That's exactly the time that things went sideways with with everything. I was I was gonna ask you, is there anything on the news that you don't just throw up your hands about anymore or your mouth about what goes on? There the society is so screwed up because of the the radical left that anything that happens, you, you just go, oh, really? Okay, well, yeah. six years ago, the subject that we're going to talk about here in a few minutes would be unheard of. <laughs> it would be absolutely unheard of. Not that it didn't happen, uh -huh. but, but not that it would be on front page news like it is. Yeah, I was thinking about that too, whether it's TikTok or Facebook or YouTube or Instagram. Do you think by... Expose well, it's kind of a two edged sword by exposing like all the crap that the teachers are doing with the students. Which I mean, that was one blessing of the fake pandemic is that parents got to glimpse into their children's schools. But do you think that exposing all the crazies and giving them publicity is ultimately a bad thing because it promotes duplication and uh, me too things? Or do you think it's good because it just shows them for the fools and idiots that they are? It certainly shows for the fools and idiots that they are when they're putting this stuff on here. They don't understand that they're a fool and an idiot for doing or saying what, what they're saying yeah. when they're putting it on the news. It's kind of like 
I was, it's kind of like this. I was in an Apple store the other day. Yep. And there was a seahorse in there. Oh. And the seahorse was probably, probably six, three, maybe 230 or 40 pounds. Wow. Wearing a dress. Lipstick. No, 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 no. Swear to God. No. Swear to God. Dress, lipstick, and had breasts. And, uh, you know, with with a very unfeminine voice, but acting or trying to trying to look feminine and failing on all accounts, just the butt ugliest person you could ever see in a dress. Oh, how were talking with people? Shaved legs. No shaved legs, oh. <laughs> but with a dress and lipstick, and apparently, I don't know if they were fake or not, but you know the hooters oh. on the front there. So, did the seahorse work there, or was yes, just a... the seahorse? Oh my there. gosh, the seahorse worked there, and the 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 way I saw the seahorse oh. was I was looking at a computer with my back to it. Yeah, and all of a sudden, I heard this person. In this real loud voice going, okay, everybody, everybody over here for the explanation on the new iPhones. And I, th- I turned around and said, who's the, who's this absolute that is over there yelling and doing this stuff? And it was this seahorse. Oh, It's like I'm loud and I'm proud. That's what I'm saying, you know? And I, I t- it's, it's, it's mind boggling how people think that they're normal when they do that stuff. I don't know. I don't know if I could have fake women parts, put on lipstick and a wig and go on on Halloween. <laughs> Just for Halloween. I might feel uncomfortable even doing that. Yet, here's this thing working at an Apple store. Hey, you know, here you are. Here you are, Mo. You got your back. You're talking to your wife about a computer. like this is, And they, they bring up the next person that helps you, you know. Yeah. And, and the guy comes up beside you, and he's your height. And he's 50 pounds more than you are. And it is a guy. Yeah. Pretending to be. What what do you do? Does it take you aback? And you go, oh, 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 um, oh uh, you know, am I being punked? You know, is, <laughs> am I on camera? What are you doing here? Where, where do you park spaceships in this mall? <laughs> wow. You wonder if that person, how, I'm just going to say he, how he applied, if it was like online and then he came in for an interview. And then, of course, if you don't hire him, he would probably try to sue the store for discrimination. Against what? Against. How do you say what you are? See, yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What would that be? Uh, an animal? Hmm. Yeah, that's right. Seriously, you can't say you can't go in there like that and say you're discriminating against women. Well, you're not a woman. Uh, you were a man. man. Yeah, I you didn't know. think about that. How would you? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what wow. I would do if I was the person hiring? I'd say, you know what? I'm not hiring you because I don't know what you are. And I, if I don't know what you are, I don't want my customers not or trying to figure out what you are. Yeah. So I mean, get out of here. Yeah. The last thing you want is for a customer to be turned off or turned away or consumed with something stupid like that instead of taking, you know, concentrating on the computer that he or she wants to buy. So I, gosh, I don't know. That's 
And, and that's another thing, like you say, concentrating on the product you want to buy when there's this buffoon next to you talking about it. And all you're doing is going, what, what, what's with this thing? You know, what's he trying to do? What's it trying to do? Yeah. You know, and I, 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 I couldn't, if they had had that seahorse come up to me, I would have said, oh, I'm just waiting for that person in the back of the store. Yeah. And, and I would, I, I would leave and come back. I saw the seahorse later. Yeah. Uh, when I came back to, and unfortunately people out there, they you go, why don't you go somewhere else? Well, there's only one Apple store uh-huh. you know within within 90 miles of my area so you okay. have to buy from them yeah when you go in there so that's why i had to do it i came back for something else that i needed and the seahorse was having a, a leisurely lunch outside on a patio <laughs> by itself you know uh spread eagle with his dress on <laughs> i haven't got nothing are, are, are seahorses attracted to each other, do you think? You know, that's another good question, because who would be attracted? I, I would guess, and I'm starting to get a little vomit in the bottom of my throat when I say this, but I would guess that possibly a, a, a male would be, because this thing is trying to be a female yeah you know with with that and the dress and the hair and the lipstick and and i'm telling you he got beat so bad with an ugly branch (laughs) from a tree that i don't even know how a male would be interested in it it's just so so bizarre because even if a male was i mean it's obvious that it's a guy and so you know when the third date comes I mean, you, you got to know what to expect. It's just, it just makes your skin crawl. Oh, it does. It does. When you get to that point, I, 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 I just can't, I can't deal with people like that. I'm sorry. I could deal with most everything else. Yep. But those, that stuff I can't, I can't deal with. As I said before, the the seahorse at Costco. I, yeah, I won't go near it. I won't go near it because I'm afraid if I do, I'm going to be staring at it. Yeah, like, like it's a uh, exhibit in a zoo. <laughs> Sorry, but you want yep. to mess yourself up like that? That's how I'm going to think. Well, speaking of something or someone about as far away from a seahorse as you can get, I was watching Louder with Crowder today at lunchtime, and he was interviewing interviewing Carrie Lake, the GOP nominee for governor in Arizona. I, I don't think I literally ever seen her or heard her talk. And I was doubly impressed. I have only seen pictures of her. Yeah. And uh, Stacy Eastwood has uh, heard her talk and is very impressed with her. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so. it was, it was uh, she, because she was on, his show yesterday on YouTube and she said, I forgot what it was. It was something about the 2020 election and that got louder with Crowder banned from YouTube for two weeks. What? Because yeah, she, I mean, I, I don't think she used the word stolen election, but she was like questioning and she read off a whole list of, you know, not only in Arizona, but in Georgia, Michigan, Wisconsin about everything we know about putting up cardboard over the windows and baskets of ballots and, you know, people who a hundred percent 
voter turnout at a nursing home where, you know, 20% are comatose and just all the stuff you know. And when you hear it all at once, it just makes you shake your head and say, yeah, he got 81 million votes. Yeah, that's right. He sure did. He sure did. But his name was Trump. Yeah. Oh, Not my hiding. gosh. Did you see him the other day handing the pen to Manchin? No. After he signed that bill? Yeah. I, I had two people out of the blue say to me, did you see him hand him that pen? He looked like a third grader handing a crayon to his teacher because oh. he used the wrong color. <laughs> you know, it's, it's he, he just had a glazed look over his eyes uh. after doing that. He is certifiable assisted living material, 100%. You cannot deny that with somebody like that. It is so frightening. I I, I will tell everybody now, I predict he does not serve out his term. Ooh, all right. Two years and some change. How do you think it will happen? Do you really want to go out on a limb? Will he? Sure, sure, I'll go out on a limb. I think that if... If the right people get voted in, which they're supposed to, and they do what they say they're going to do, I think they're going to uh, impeach him and remove him from office. And I think they're going to do it this way. They're going to say either we remove you from office now or you get a, a doctor's exam. And if you don't do the doctor's exam, then we're removing you. And, of course, he won't do that because he'll fail it miserably. Yeah, miserably. And you make sure that it's a a, a doctor that will do the correct thing when he, he looks into his eyes because he'll say immediately, you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> and and they'll impeach him that way. And of course, they will not allow Carmela to be the president. They'll get rid of her, too, somehow. Yeah, but they'll they'll probably just impeach his entire administration, which is, you know, we were talking about presidents the other night. And yeah. We were saying Jimmy Carter in our lifetime was up to this point the worst president. Jimmy Carter was the worst president, but he didn't, I don't think he did it harmfully. I think he just did it because he was out of his league. Mm-hmm. And he did not, I don't remember hiring people that were lunatics <laughs> for his administration, such as his assistant health care, mental oh, health care person that. He was on the TV the other night, and I thought, oh, my God, he, he would go before the camera looking like that? Are you kidding me? That guy is, is certifiable. He's certifiable. But yet here he is. Uh, what, what is it? Health and Human Services or something? Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, assistant. Right. I mean, they obviously, I don't know if they're stages or degrees, but, I mean, it's obviously a mental disorder to think. I don't know if he thinks he's a woman or he wants to be a woman. Do you think that's two different things where you actually think you are and so you dress up the best he can? Or does, I mean, is there a difference between wanting to be a woman and thinking that you are a woman? I think uh, the difference might be if you really think you are a woman, that's, that's mental disease. Okay. And if you want to be a woman, you're just screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> you know a, you you know you want to be a dog or you want to be whatever you're, yeah. you're screwed up it's mental disease if you think you're a woman when you've been a man for you know forever yeah up to the point i don't know when he 
when he turned into a seahorse. But up to that point, and maybe a little before that, I think he has a mental disease. Sad. Well, you were, you were, uh, gosh, so many places to go. But you mentioned a kid giving a crayon to his teacher when you were talking about Haydn. And one of my topics, and it's probably a very brief one, is how much did you enjoy going back to school in the fall? Because it seems like kids these days enjoy it way, way too much and look are looking forward to it too much, which leads me to believe they're not being taught as well or as hard as they should have. Does that have any validity or were you always ready to go back to school? That's a very interesting question posed to the kids going back today. Yeah. I, I don't know if part of it's because their last two years have been so screwed up by the uh, National Education Association. Yeah. And and the lack of lack of authority that we grew up with in the school system. You know, you can do anything you want anywhere you want. They're putting the, you know, the cat litter boxes in the bathrooms <laughs> for people that dress up like cats to go to the bathroom and that kind of stuff also is certifiably mentally wrong when you do that kind of stuff. Anyway, I digress. Yeah. Back to your, I, I was, um, I, I never was like, yeah, right. I'm back in school. I was never going, Oh God, I don't want to go back to school because I went back and, you know, probably like you, I was friends with three quarters of uh, my class. Yeah. And you got to see him again and interact with them. When I went to school, nowadays, I don't know. I, I have two young kids that live next door to me. I might ask them that question. Yeah, that would be a good question. I, I don't know if they're introspective enough to yeah, to come up with an answer, but uh, if they fire one off like, yeah, I'm ready to go back to school, I might say, why? Is that because you haven't had school for two years? Yeah, that could be, especially this year. Because I think last year they were pretty much – I don't even remember. They they were all geared up to go back regular, and then it suddenly sort of got the brakes put on a little, then a little more, and then it was, oh, here comes the second wave, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So maybe that's why they are seem extra eager, because of the false start from last year. Could be. I thought it was like around March of this year where they shut school down totally again. And, uh, you know, it's the havoc that they raised on these teachers and kids is not to be believed Yeah, with what they did. I, I um, talked to one of the two people in my state's legislature that was in charge of getting the kids back to school. Really? Every, yes, yes. And she said, we're trying to come up with a plan that we can, you know, do this, safely and so on and so forth and i i kind of just i kind of almost hung my head this 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 is for for this year they're still worried about that no this was last year okay okay last year yeah even still gosh well you probably i think it was announced yesterday or the day before that the cdc director ordered a reorganization saying quote that the i'll say unquote kung flu response did not reliably meet expectations what i know are you serious <laughs> two and a half years later two and a half years later after they've milked it for all of the poison that they can put in people 
they're deciding to look at it as at a second time to see if what they did was the right thing? Or are they just looking at it again to say, hey, how can we make it worse next time? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, unfortunately. Yeah, you could. I, I saw a, uh, a video of some teacher who was literally crying and she was like, I'm, what is it, immunocompromised or whatever that word is. And, and because of that, they, they said, I can't teach anymore because we have to have in-person classes and it's just not fair. <laughs> the world revolves around me. Yeah. You know, it's a, oh, my God. It's, I, I, I find, I don't know if you, I, I just have, I have a real twisted way of thinking sometimes. It's always logical and everything, but yeah. I, I'm, I'm to the point where I think sometimes when people say, you know, I got Kung flu. It's it's almost like the red badge of courage. Yeah. I got Kung flu. But, hey, it wasn't bad. It was just like a, a cold. Hey, guess what? Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> These tests are so unreliable that they could maybe pick up. This is what the second head of, the of um, not the CDC, but some reliable organization said, that the, it can pick up traces of it. But that doesn't mean anything. It can pick up traces and it'll say positive, but you don't have it. How many false positives have you heard of? Four, when I was in high school with my girlfriends and their pregnancy test. <gasps> oh, I, ooh, that's, that's too much. Take that out of this broadcast, Mo. I can't have that in there. Okay. Anyway. Well, while on the topic of education, someone... <clears throat> Who was it that mentioned this? I think it was someone on Problematic Women, that that uh, nice podcast featuring all pretty much all female people. But they were talking about school choice, and one of them said, what if, like education, your choices for, like, grocery shopping was dictated by your zip code? So you could only go to grocery stores within your zip code, sort of like your school system. Hmm. That wouldn't I'd, go over real well. No. And yet giving parents a choice. And I like how they say, even conservatives say this, they say, you know, the parents, the money follows the child or something. Ideally, you know, it's 8,000 or 9,000. And whose money, whose money is it? It's the parents' money. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why they have a say in their schools. In, in what is taught and obviously what isn't taught yeah. within those schools. They're, they're all, I mean, that has to be, give the NEA the biggest uh, fear buzz that yeah. there is, is yeah. people going to private schools because more and more people do. My uh, brother and si my brother-in-law and sister-in-law yep. uh, did uh, have uh, their kid in a private school. Uh-huh. And did you know, before we move on, I forgot, who, I don't know if this was in general or certain states, that literally when teachers get paid, the money goes to the union, the union takes out its share and then pays the teacher? I've never heard that. And I hang around with two teachers constantly. Yeah. Uh, I did uh -huh. hear the other day that one of my teachers that I hang out with said, that that person gave to the teachers union the first year 
and he taught 35 years. Oh, and it taught 35 years. Yeah. And they never paid another union due because really their union did nothing for them. So there was an opt out or there's an opt out. And there's also one where when you're at a teacher's meeting and stuff, they kind of pull you aside and let you know, hey, you should be paying your union dues, that kind of thing. You know, hand around the the, the back, you know, hey, come on, cough up. Definitely state by state. I'll have to research that a little. I know Betsy DeVos, who was the secretary of the Department of Education, wanted to get rid of it. I don't know if that was when she was the secretary or since she's left, but that is just another big money suck. I I think, unfortunately, that uh, Betsy DeVos was one of the first pioneers of of draining the swamp. And uh, they didn't know the viciousness and the radicalness of the NEA and, and how terrible they yell, scream, and shout down people. And I think a couple of times she had deer in the headlights yeah, uh, from that yeah. kind of stuff. Wasn't, wasn't ready for that. If somebody comes in again with a conservative administration, that won't happen, I'm sure. Yeah, they're, they're, sadly, and as you said, it really happened with her because she, she just got blitzed from day one and others to a certain extent. But it, it does take someone to take the bullet once in a while so the next person knows to dodge it or wear a flak jacket or something. So, And guess what? Every person better have that flak jacket on that gets voted in that's on the right this time. And they better not bend to anything. Amen. Actually, I looked up uh, amen, and it's actually amen, is the, at least in the Bible, is the correct pronunciation. So No, said, <laughs> wait I've a been... minute. Wait a minute. No. You mean a woman. Oh, sorry. Yep. Sexist. Yeah. A woman. Yeah. So it has both of it in there. It's got woman and man. Yeah, you're right. But then how do you know if it's a woman or a man? That's anymore? true. Yeah. That's, we just yeah. talked about that. Yep. Yeah. No. Man. Well, what's do you you alluded to something uh, that we were going to talk about, and I don't know for sure if it was involving the uh, monkeypox. <laughs> do you want to touch on that? Oh my God! Don't say that <laughs> for people who haven't heard that story. I I was given a link to that said the CDC changes guidance after a couple infects their dog with monkeypox. So and I thought, I thought this guy sent it to me as a joke. Uh-huh. You know, and for, seriously, and for a day and a half, I, you know, I thought it was just a joke. And then when I was at lunch today, I lost my lunch after I read it, by the way, <laughs> went in the bathroom and puked. But it was true. And I'm going to read to you the thing, the couple of sentences I took away from it, okay? Because I didn't know there was an article about it, okay? It says, CDC changes guidance after queer couple, I put in queer, they said gay, gay couple infects dog. The first thing I think is, what guidance are they changing, <laughs> you know, for couples and their animals? Are they saying... um, we're changing the, the uh, guidelines or the guidance stating, you know, don't do it to your animals 
Whereas before you could, you know, do whatever. Oh. I don't know what the changes were at that. But anyway, here's the article. Gay couple in France transmitted monkeypox to their dog. The men reported co-sleeping with the dog. Now, uh, who are they? Who are they telling this to? Are they telling it to their doctor? Are they telling it to a news organization? You know, if I'm queer, if I'm a fag, you know, I'm not going to go in front of a camera and tell people I'm sleeping with an animal, even though one of the two is an animal, and it's my, it's my other partner. Anyway, it says uh, it transmitted to their dogs. The, the men reported co-sleeping with a the dog. They prevented their dog from contact with other pets and humans. Oh, you know, let's treat this dog after you infect them like you do humans. You know, we made sure that nobody else could, you know, the dog couldn't, you know, go out and race around with other dogs. We made sure that didn't happen. I'm starting to puke again. If I do, excuse <laughs> okay. me. All right. All right. Uh, and then it says, they, they better, <laughs> I can't. They prevented their dog from contact with other pets and humans from the onset of their own symptoms. Okay. The study of this case suggests human to dog transmission. Monkeypox has hit the LGBTQ question mark two plus community the hardest. Oh, really? <laughs> it is a fag disease. No, wait, can I? No, I'm sorry. I'll say queer. Is, is there an F in, in that alphabet? Yeah, I know. That's a good point. There's okay, a, I'll mean, say queer. I'll say queer. Okay. Oh, really? You know, it's, it hits them the hardest? It's because that's what it is. It is a gay disease. It's AIDS. Only, only told differently. Yeah. All right. Uh, the CDC the... Oh, you're says people... Now, this is this is the kicker right here right. toward the end of the article. I had to read it all the way through, and and it was great for weight loss because, as I said, I picked <laughs> afterwards. The CDC says people with monkeypox should avoid contact with animals, including pets and wildlife. Those were underlined in the article. Is it sort of? taken for granted when they say contact i mean you're not going to go out and like pet a deer or a, a you know what contact rag. means yeah. <laughs> oh wildlife really you know and and the person that's writing this in the cdc is probably thinking to himself hey they did it with a dog they could you know there's lots of farm animals, you know, yeah. that, you know, that old joke and things. Yep. And, and, you know, I don't want my bacon getting monkey pox, <laughs> you know? So, oh. oh my God, this is the type of article that you go 25 years ago, Saturday night live would yeah. put on their show and then it would be banned for a month because they put it on there. Right. Now this is something society has to deal with. Yeah. Uh. Having, I, anyway, uh, as a follow up to that, and this this wasn't in the monkeypox range, fortunately, but I <laughs> dropped Moses off at the airport last night, a fairly big airport, a, a mile distance away. And as I pulled in, 
there was a couple in front of me and the I don't know if it was a wife or girlfriend, probably probably a wife, but I don't know, going somewhere and their dog was with them, pretty big dog, and it got up on its hind legs and the lady was was literally like three times tried to kiss it and it kind of pulled away and she finally did and then she literally kissed her husband two seconds later. Oh my God. Oh. Oh, it was in, in uh, public. Yeah. In public. Just, oh, what's wrong with kissing my dog and then, you know, anyway, I I could take that really really in a different yeah. direction, but I won't do it. Okay. But that that it, is sickening. It is. It really is. Oh. I don't think I I, I could ever love a pet enough to put my lips anywhere on it. No. Anywhere, any pet, anytime. No, no matter how affectionate that pet was to me. As a follow-up to that on Shark Tank many years ago, they had, it was like a, a weird cat lady, and she literally had this, I guess cats like, like rough, not like brushes or steel wool, but like rough, sort of like a hairbrush, except it's a little rougher or something. And she had an attachment that a human put on his or her tongue and then licked the cat to sort of mimic the grooming that a cat does. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> Uh-oh, here it comes. <laughs> oh. There I got that hairball out. Oh, oh my God. It's, it just escalates. It I know. It's, you know, you're going from, uh, from kissing a dog to putting a hairbrush on your tongue so you can lick your cat. <laughs> ah! The world is insane. Uh, oh man! All right. Well, let's let's try to get to uh, oh. what else do you have oh. on the front on the front burner? Please oh. let me let me, right. let me let me let me take this in a little bit of a different direction. Just All for right. a second. Good oh. deal. Because vomit's really, really kind of <laughs> harsh on your throat. When you yeah, that's true. Like that. My brother-in-law went on a cruise recently, and he took a picture of the cigarette machine for some reason. Hmm. I don't know what it was, but I he sent it to me. Maybe it was for the, it was a rather large machine, and it may have been because of the different choices you had. Okay. Which I guess you have to have when you're stuck on a ship and you need your cigarettes. Yep. But I zoomed in on the packs of cigarettes. Okay. And the price of a pack of cigarettes in that machine, it was $13.75 for a pack of cigarettes. And this, I wonder how how are those, remember when uh, Daniel Boone was telling us about the was it? I think it was. It was cigarettes, right? Up in Canada. No, it was uh, chewing tobacco. Chewing tobacco. Yeah. I wonder where was the cruise, if you can say. I wonder what Alaska. So it was. I mean, it, so it was the tax. I wonder if the taxes in Alaska are high, or it's just artificially inflated because you're on a cruise and they just have you captive. That's that's what it is. I'm sure because hmm. it was on the cruise ship that he took the picture of the cigarette machine. Okay. Wow. So uh, I haven't I, seen I, it. I can't imagine. I haven't seen a cigarette machine in a long time. 
Well, that's, uh, that, that, that's true. Um, I haven't either. But uh, I have seen prices of cigarettes behind the counter yeah. in convenience stores. And, and it blows my mind. I don't know. I, is there eight packs of cigarettes in a carton? Oh, man, I don't know. It, that sounds about right. So you're looking at over $100 for what, what probably is about a week's worth of smoking for people that enjoy it. Yep. I remember Man. my uncle, I don't know if I told this before on, the, on a podcast, but I, I think I did, but I'll, I'll just reiterate it. It's, uh, he was putting quarters into a cigarette machine because he smoked most of his life, and he worked for GM. It was at GM, and he's putting the quarters in. He said, I put in seven quarters for a pack of cigarettes, $1.75 yep. back then. And he said, he said, I pulled the button out, and he said, that's my last pack of cigarettes, and he never smoked again. Wow. That's one of those epiphanies that people go, you know what? Yep. You know, really? A you know, $13.75 for a pack of cigarettes? Good for him and bad for everyone else. Although, I mean, as much as I dislike cigarettes, it's amazing. A, like when I watched that Get Back documentary of the Beatles, they were just, they and everyone with them, just constantly smoking cigarettes. Yeah. And when you watch, obviously, old TV shows, and I mean, like Johnny Carson, they used to smoke right on the set as they were talking. But, I mean, really... It's your choice if, I mean, you know, secondhand smoke and the annoyance, but compared to like marijuana and obviously, you know, LSD and cocaine and all that stuff, I mean, I would take a cigarette smoker any day of the week. Oh, my God. Mar you say marijuana, and yesterday I was uh, out on my daily drive, or two days ago, it rained yesterday, out on my daily drive, and we drove by a marijuana... Uh, producing house or whatever. I didn't yeah. know where it was, which side of the road it was on, but the stench from the marijuana was overwhelming. And that is such a grotesque smell to have that marijuana stuff right near there, you know, right near your house or whatever. I can't imagine that. I'd call the cops on somebody, you know, if they were smoking it next door to me and I'd say, hey, they're polluting my air. What's this stuff about clean air that everybody that yeah. Biden is wanting to to have and everything? I want my air clean. It, I don't know if if a lot of people have smelled marijuana before, but it's it smells kind of like a skunk. Yeah, it's not a not a pleasant smell. I know in college, I would imagine. Well, you didn't go too long, but I went long enough to get a few whiffs in like the dorm and. I just, I mean, like anything else of that ilk, I just never saw the appeal or the allure. No, not at all. Especially when it first was in vogue when I was in high school. Yeah. And the stupidity it caused when people smoked it. Yeah. Literally. I mean, they really looked looked stupid and did stupid things after they smoked it. Yeah. Much more so than beer. The beer usually took my classmates, you know, maybe 12 to, yeah. to get really stupid. You know, one joint. And, um, you know, I was ready to beat them with a sanity stick. 
as a follow-up to that, I think we talked about it last week or the week before of, of the question of if you mow your own lawn and at what point do you hire someone. When you have maybe not, it could be a major appliance, it could be a lawnmower, it could be something like that that is, you know, not a huge investment but a, a several hundred dollar investment. At what point do you decide to throw in the towel and buy a new one or a new used one versus trying to get it fixed? And is it always monetary or is there some other element that goes into your consideration? Well, I had that occur to me this spring okay. when I was uh, getting my mower out and it wasn't working correctly. And the I, what I did was I took it in and I said, tell me how much it's going to cost. You know, it's like you used to take your car in. What's it going to yeah. cost me to get a pick? Well, you take your mower in now. Mine happens to be a rider because I'm lazy. And I wanted to make sure it wasn't thousands of dollars because that wouldn't be worth it. I mm -hmm. said, tell me what it, what it is and or how much it is, and then I'll let you know if I want you to fix it. And if it was too much, I was going to give him the mower. You know, yeah. I wasn't even going to take it back. I didn't want anything to do with it. Anyway, it wound up... They said it would cost about $250. I said, okay, go ahead and fix it because it's either $250 or $3,500. And I didn't really feel like spending $3,500 on a lawnmower at that time. And it's not so old that you're only going to get another year out of it or something. Right, right. They, they said, when I took it in, they said this should fix it for a long time. And of course, they don't know. But yeah, they said that and I believed them. So I went ahead and had him fix it. Got it. So, so what about I mean, you? Well, I'm in a similar situation. I was looking for some sage advice. A lawnmower that I had bought, uh, I think I've had it four years. And at the, I bought it used from a place who basically was holding it, selling it on consignment for a guy who supposedly it was like it's like a 2003 riding lawnmower and the guy supposedly bought it used it a couple times and then i don't know if he bought a new one or he had a lawn care service so supposedly he just used it to like get around the neighborhood like the old lady in the plymouth yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so it's uh it's old but it, i mean it didn't have a ton of hours on it and uh it worked fine and a couple weeks ago it was like r running very rough and so i i shut it off and i checked the oil and it and it seemed kind of like the dipstick i could tell something was a little funky so i decided to change the oil because i couldn't remember if i changed it in the spring so i unscrew it and i've got the pan under that and all that and it was like 80 percent gasoline Ooh, whoa yeah <clears throat> ouch so i called the place and they said oh yeah it's the blah 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 bring it in and and we can fix it and put a shutoff valve on the, the gas line so that won't happen again. And then my wife is like, do we really want to spend, whether it's two or 300 or 150 plus, I got to rent a trailer to take it to the place. And, or do we get a better, newer, obviously more expensive, but a, a different used one. So I'm sort of in that spot right now. And I'm kind of leaning toward the ladder and thinking of, so to speak, cutting my losses because, I mean, it wasn't that great of a lawnmower to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you can also look at it this way, too. 
Um, I don't know what the, I, I think a buddy of mine that does the lawn service, um, typical lawn in our area might be 40 bucks okay. you know, to mow. And if, if you were to have them do that once every two weeks in the summer, which would probably be enough, yeah, uh, you're looking at 80 bucks a month and you're looking at five months maybe that, that you do that. So that's yep. 400 I guess right. I guess it would probably be worth it to, <clears throat> if you don't mind doing your lawn to, you know, yeah. get a more because that is a lot of money per year. Do you do you have many situations w- like that, whether it's a car or, you know, an appliance where you really, really, really like debate and think and or do you just make those decisions pretty quick? I make them very quick. If it's uh, if my refrigerator goes out. I know yeah. now, as you probably do, that they make them like crap nowadays. Right. And uh, it, they'll say, oh, it's always the uh, the control panel. That'll be uh, $1,400. No, it won't. <laughs> Get it out of here. <laughs> you know, I'm not doing that. When it comes to being eight, $900,000 for repair, I'm getting a new one. Yeah. How about warranties? Do you buy warranties when you mm. buy new stuff? Very, very rarely have I ever bought a warranty. Those extended, uh, I don't think so. Have you ever? I bought one once for a car. Yeah. And to this day, I think I, think I sold it six years ago. And I had it for three years. To this day, the, that company... Still keeps some company oh, keeps calling yeah. me to say, "Hey, do you want to um, do you want to extend your warranty?" And I, I I finally hit the zero button once because I was bored. <laughs> yeah. and I said, "Hey, I said I do not own this car anymore, so I don't want your stupid warranty. It's gone. I don't want to put the warranty on for somebody else that's driving it." They hung up on me before I got to that part. Oh. Um, and and then you get the call again. It's just it's like on a loop, you know. Every three months, call G man, see if he wants that car to be on the warranty again. I don't know. Maybe uh, I might if I could find it. Wherever the guy lives that bought it from me, Christmas. I'll present. talk to him and see if he wants me to put that warranty on it for him again. <laughs> oh, have you ever had? I know you're quite a car guy. Have you ever had a car where something? went wrong or and you just agonized that even though you know financially speaking it wasn't worth fixing you just like the car so much that you would spend more than it was worth or not in a way i did (laughs) do that on one sports car i had years ago i added up the bills that that cost me and and hand on the bible it costs me more to repair that thing, I think, in two years than it costs me to buy it. Wow. So that's the only car that I that I have done that with. Yeah. Since was, then, I've been smart enough, and I every other sports car I bought, I've made money on. Really? Every car. That's awesome. Yeah. And was that one just because you did like it so much, or or did is it just like well a few hundred here, a few hundred there, and you didn't really was okay. That's what it was to the point where (laughs) 
where I wound up selling it, and this is a this is another true story. Yeah. Um, it was it was an MGB. I don't know if people know anything about those cars, but they rust. They have mm. tin worm, as they call it. You know, hmm. it eats up the thing. There was a hole under the driver's seat, about a foot by ten inches, right under the driver's seat. Wow. And so what I did was I put a two by four <laughs> from the solid part of the floor of the car to the back part of the solid part of the thing. And I started driving it. And about a week later, I was on an extended journey and I started smelling a campfire. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I thought, oh. what the heck? That's I love camp. Yeah. Seriously. I go, I love that smell. You know, and I'm looking around and there's nothing but cornfields and stuff. I go, this isn't right. <laughs> So I stopped the car and I got out and the piece of wood was sitting on my muffler and it was burning (laughs) underneath me. So right then I put, you know, I put out the embers, Yeah. (laughs) flipped the board over, took it home and got rid of it. That's, that's tragic. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I'd never heard of that. Yeah. That's, uh, I hadn't either up to that point and I never thought that. (laughs) Yeah, so would be resting on something that would get that hot, but right. Apparently, it did. So. Wow. Well, what else? You got anything else on your uh, short list or long list? I got one little short little incident that I thought was kind of cute. Yeah. Uh, Stacy Eastwood works with this uh, lady that was happened to be vacationing somewhere in the state uh-huh. uh, that she was in, and they were in a coffee shop. And they were sitting there. She and her boyfriend were having coffee. And this 20-something, early 20-something girl went up to the counter, and she, she saw her take her coffee and start to leave and did something. And she was just watching her. You know how you watch people pick yep. up their drink and they take off? And she turned around, and she, and she said she looked very, very distressed. And she thought, oh, God, maybe she has a bug on it or something like that. And she's, yeah. so she watched her go back up to the counter. And she says, she says I'm sorry. She says, I just realized what you gave me. And I almost started to cry. And she said she handed it back to her with her hand trembling. Oh, my. God. And, and she, she thought, what the heck is going on here? She said, I, I can't take this from you. And the person behind the counter was going, well, what's the deal? She goes, this cup is styrofoam. Oh. And the straw is plastic. It is so bad for the environment that it all. It, I I can't take this. You have to take this back and don't use these in your coffee shop. I'm from <laughs> California, and we've learned that you know you have to you have to use other devices, paper things, or whatever. She went into a spiel about that. Yeah, and and said I and gave it gave the coffee back. Now, what would you do? If you were behind the counter after just serving her a cup of coffee in a styrofoam cup, and she came back and did that to you, oh, I maybe I'd say, ma'am, have you a have you ever had coffee here before, and did you see all the customers in front of you get served in a styrofoam cup with plastic straws, uh, ma'am? We have no paper because styrofoam is more easy to recycle i don't know how deep you'd i wouldn't give her her money back i know that this is how i would handle it 
<laughs> I would be behind the counter. She would be trembling with her hands, handing it back to me. And then I would, I would immediately have this blank look. I'd smile as she's coming back toward me. Hi, can I help you? You know, and then she's, she'd stare spiel and it, this, this blank look would come over my face immediately as I'm staring at her. And then after about two seconds, I'd say, give me that coffee back and don't ever, ever come back in my shop again, ever. And not only that, but in this town, don't go to any other coffee shop and put that spiel on anybody else because they'll tell you the same thing. Get the <laughs> out of my shop and don't come back you pathetic piece of crap i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm all and right no now. no refund uh, no refund no refund so how did it play out do you know she i she i don't know if she told stacy if she got a refund or what because by the time stacy had told me the um <laughs> the story i was loading my gun with rubber bullets and i was gonna <laughs> put one you know right in my stomach or something because I, no. I just I, I i don't have tolerance for people like that anymore the stupidity rate of people is just astronomical and i i can't do it i can't wow true life more crazy than fiction as they say exactly well speaking of rubber bullets you heard uh it's not a rubber bullet story, but it's related in that it's a weapon-based story. Salman, what's his name? Salman Rushdie, the Oh, yeah, he guy. got knifed? Yeah. So, what? I mean, knife control has obviously got to be a thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, all your steak knives? Yeah, no more knives. knives. Pairing knives? Yeah. Because uh, someone they, else got, it seemed like someone else got stabbed fairly recently, too. The... I think they said that the number one weapon of murder in the United States last year was a hammer. Really? Yeah. Wow. You wonder they if said that it was, was either either number one or I thought they said it was number one. Yeah. Was a hammer where you know the, I, I'm assuming usually it's probably a spouse, you know, yeah. that goes after the other one with whatever's available. You know, if you don't have a gun, they'll use a hammer or whatever. But it's gosh. Um, yeah, hammers, knives. You know, whatever's available, yeah. Um, look out, because here we come. It would be so. it would be gruesome, but interesting to know if it was more. I I, I don't know if I can barely say this. Like a a lady, you know, her husband gets drunk and falls asleep, and she just grabs a hammer and. Or if it's like a, I don't know, accidental self defense, or if it's a guy who just goes out into this workshop and grabs one. I, oh. It's creepy to think about, but it would be interesting to know. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. It's a sick world we live in, I'll tell you. Oh, man. This has been really kind of intense. I got one other little thing here All real right. quick. Um, All right. I'm sick of people standing six to eight feet apart from other people when you're in line to buy something. We're done with this fake-demic crap. Be normal and move up because there's nothing I hate more than to wait 30 feet behind when there's really only yeah. six feet of space between you and the, and the counter where you're going to put your stuff on. Stop doing that. 
do people are you noticing that everywhere and is it because there's little circles on the floor that say social distancing or does it is it more prevalent certain places than others i guess i haven't maybe i've just turned a blind eye to it next time i go to the grocery or home depot or something i'll have to see well this was uh this happened twice within the <clears throat> last week yeah. in fast food places oh really um, yeah and and you know the the thing that really irritates me is is that the person that's standing six to eight feet behind the person that's placing their order or whatever is is that they're clogging up a line that had which I counted seven people behind them. Wow! And, and I'm going. I, I'm almost to the point where I'm going to go. Hey, do you want to move up? And if you don't want to move up, go to the end of the line because there's other people that don't mind society anymore. Okay. Yeah. Move up. Ah. Well, and and take your mask I, off when you're driving by yourself. Uh, I mean, think of the, I don't know what the logic ever was. Obviously, there was none. But if you're standing behind a person who's facing forward, what are you, what are you preventing by staying that far away from that person? As, are the cooties going to like circle, <laughs> circle his head and then float back into the air to you? Exactly. Uh, exactly. People don't. The common sense and a lot of people have left them. And it yeah. scares me sometimes. Yeah. As I say, when you see people driving with a mask on in their car, what? Yeah. You, oh, what are you that, thinking? That's a killer. I, I have thought of, you know, those circles that they have on the ground of just like doing a public service and just start peeling those off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder what they would say if you did that, because they have revised their guidelines or, you know, whatever, and pretty much done away with all that nonsense. So it'd be like a public service. I, I think that'd be a good Saturday Night Live thing where they peel them up and they put them two feet next to each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you can stand here two feet away from the other and you, people. And the, the sad part is, you know, people would. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They'd stand right up there. And I've been in businesses where they they must have removed the first two and there's yeah. one like like literally 12 14 feet back and they'll stand there on that spot till the people in front of them are done i've seen that done more than once in this place i i frequent quite often i, I immediately think i don't ever want you at any of my parties yeah i don't want i don't want anything social to do with you at all because you're an idiot gosh or if you <sighs> you if they're like six inches in diameter and then you just literally put them touching each other, then people would like literally be so close together. They would go, wow, they must have changed the guidelines again. I don't I don't know why, but I guess I better go stand right next to that person. Yeah. Right after they changed the guidelines on not having sex with a dog, they said <laughs> that you could be right next to each other in a line checking out at a grocery store. Imagine uh, that. Huh. Crazy. Oh. Crazy, crazy. Oh, all right. Well, I think we've, man, we've hit a lot of topics and we've hit them hard, just like the hammer that, what is that Beatles song? Bang, bang. Maxwell uh, Silver Hammer. Yeah. 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 Classic. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that should be our, our intro song for, <laughs> yeah. for what we do here. I, yeah, we'll I, have... I promise. No, I won't. I won't promise anything because I'm a conservative. Yeah. I'll say that I'll try to bring it down a notch next time. But that CDC stuff really oh, gets to me. Yeah, it does. 
It does. Well, thank you. Once again, our audience is small but mighty. So make sure that you share this with some people that you know are right thinking people. And let's double and triple and quadruple that audience so we can start making an even bigger impact on the right angle. That was easy. <laughs>